What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. My name's Faith, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. It means the absolute world to me that you would choose to spend any of your time listening. So thank you so, so much. It truly means the world. I can't say it enough. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. You can follow me on Instagram at enjoythesass where you can stay up to date with pretty much everything that's going on podcast wise in my life. I've been trying to step up my Instagram social media game. So if you've been noticing that, it's hopefully it's working. I've been posting more content from my brand shoot with Kylie. I've been doing a lot more reels. Guys, if you want coffee content, you know you can find it with me especially in the summer because it's hot and we're drinking iced coffee probably more than water. So go check me out on Instagram. You can also check out my website, enjoythesass.com, where you can listen to the podcast. You can find links to listen to it on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, all those things. You can literally find us anywhere. You can even send me an email if you would like. It's hosted enjoythesass.com. There's a link on the website to do that. Or you can call or text me. There's a phone number that you can find on my website and in my show notes and pretty much everywhere that you can send me a, a text or a voicemail. I'd love to get I'd love to get either of those. And guys, one last thing. If you feel so inclined, you can go and leave me a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would be a huge, huge thing that you can do to show your support of the podcast. I would really, really appreciate it. I lied. One more thing. You may have seen me post about having stickers. They're my amazing logo that was designed by my incredible friend, Ashley. She's amazing. Her link is always in my show notes, always on my bio. I'm working on building out a friends of the podcast page where you'll be able to find everyone that I have either had as a guest, um, who's done something to help me with the podcast. I'm, I'm trying to build that out. And then just some people that I think are amazing will be on there as well. So stay tuned for that. I'll let you know when that comes out. But in the meantime, you can find Ashley's info in the show notes and on my website in the show notes there about her. Those stickers that I mentioned they're amazing. They have my cute little Enjoy the Sass logo that I love so, so much that I'm completely obsessed with. I have it everywhere. The background on my phone, the the case on my phone has a sticker. My laptop has a sticker. I give them to people. Um, people are buying them and I appreciate them. So you, if you want one, you can send me a DM or send me a text and we'll get you a sticker. Um, and if you want to donate to the cause, you're welcome to. So, Without further ado, this episode idea was brought to you by my girl, my Shug, Raven. You've met her on the podcast a couple of times. She was on her own amazing episode, I think, in season one. That may be wrong. It feels a little early, so maybe season two. Forgive me if I'm wrong. And then you also met her again with my awesome friend, Krista, when we were all roommates. So, she told me one day I was telling her I needed to record an episode and I was looking for ideas. If you know me, I try not to plan too, too much in advance. So this episode 
is not planned, but the idea had been marinating in my brain because Raven told me, hey, you should talk about your poetry. You know, you write poetry. Um, you should talk about it. Like, what's your process? Or like, where do you find inspiration? That kind of thing. So shout out to Raven. This episode idea brought to you by her. So I guess we're going to talk about poetry today, guys. Um, if you know me at all, I've been writing poems probably for as long as I can remember. Um, I remember the first time I probably it meant something to me to write a poem was in seventh grade English. I had a teacher, Mrs. Medlock. Um, she was one of the most intimidating English teachers that I've ever had, but she really taught very well on the creative writing process and poetry. And I learned so much about poems at the time. And it made me realize that a lot of things that I already loved, like music, were poems. Um, I would read books from the library that were like letters or short form that pretty much were poems. Loved Shel Silverstein growing up. Um, you know, so I loved poetry from probably for as long as I can actually remember. But if we're gonna put a pinpoint, it was seventh grade. English with Mrs. Medlock. And I actually, fun fact about Faith, got a poem published in seventh grade. Um, I read that poem recently and I cringed. I was like, oh man, that poem was not very good. But for a seventh grader, it wasn't bad. And it's in a book. It's on my bookshelf. We're very proud. My mom and I, I think we made copies. We probably you know, sent them to family, kind of stuff like that. Because it was a big deal to be published in a book. I'd never been published in a book. And I don't think I have been since. So it was a pretty big deal back then. But carrying on into my life, poetry was always an escape for me. It was a place where I could go and write my feelings or write what was going on around me. Um, even if I didn't share it with anybody. I, in fact, I very rarely shared my poetry with anybody after a certain, um, you know, unless it was like for an assignment in class or, uh, you know, for someone's birthday, I would write like a haiku or, you know, one of those anagram type poems. But I didn't really share my poetry. So it became, it was almost, it was actually my journal. It was like my diary was my poems. And I probably if you're anything like me, you have tons of journals that you start and never finish. So I probably have a ton of journals with so many poems in them that I don't even know. They're probably in a box because I just unpacked and put away old journals and things um, that I probably could go back and find with old poems and old musings in them because that was just the way that I processed through emotions and thoughts and something that I realized as I was looking back or as I look back on poetry from, you know, years past is that it was really a way that I processed through a lot of like sad or deep, um, deep emotions. I never really wrote like happy poems unless it came to talking about Jesus. My poems about my feelings 
and my relationship with the Lord were always joyful and happy. Um, but my ones about my other emotions were not so much. You wouldn't think that I had a would have a podcast called Enjoy the Sass with the way that some of my poems were and still are, to be honest. Um, so poetry's always kind of had a through line. I even, for a while, was swapping poems with my pastor at the time. He would write his silly, um, you know, I don't e I can't even think of like the actual type of poems that they were, but he was super into the rhymey, um, you know, like three line type of poems. And I'm very short stanzas that feel choppy, but also convey some sort of emotion, kind of a poet. Um, and I always have been. That's how I've always written my poems. It's never like, has like a real structure. I'm a very free form poet. Um, so I did that when I was growing up, probably. I can, I have some of them somewhere. I even made him like a book of them and he made me a book of them. It was kind of our way of, of connecting outside of, you know, church and him teaching at church. So that was kind of a fun thing that I did. And then as I continued to go through school and, um, and high school, I didn't really write much for anyone else except for myself. Um, like I said, I process through emotions. Some kids have a diary where they write, dear diary, today was awful. Others, like me, <laughs> write poems about it. Um, I was also the type of kid who would stare out the window while listening to Kelly Clarkson and pretend like it was raining and that I was in a music video. So I think if that tells you anything about my personality, I don't know. But I remember... And this will kind of take us into how I find inspiration for poems now. Um, I remember driving home. So this is in, I guess, in college because another fun fact about Faith, I didn't get my driver's license until I was 18. I graduated from high school, failed my first driving test, and got my driver's license two weeks after I started a new a job out of high school. So that was, that was Faith. Um, but at this point, I'm driving, so I'm driving home, and it was about to storm, and I looked outside as I'm driving, I look through my windshield, and I see the sunset happening, and I see these rain clouds, and it was just the most beautiful thing I thought I had ever seen. I, if you, again, I say this all the time, but if you know me, you know how much I love sunrises and sunsets. My Instagram used to be almost exclusively sunrises and sunsets and scriptures on top of sunrises and sunsets. So if that gives you any ideas. And I remember I took a picture, I pulled over on the side of the road, I took a picture and I think my caption was probably something like, tonight I chased the sunshine or something, something along those lines of, I chase the sunshine while being, while being chased by the rain. I don't know. That sounds pretty good, actually. Like, I might write that poem one day. Um, or if you have an idea, go for it, because that would be super dope. Um, but I wrote that, and I, I think the last part of my caption said, and it felt very poetic. <laughs> and I, it's, it's times like those where I realized that I really, poetry for me is an escape and sunrises and sunsets 
feel like the perfect way to escape and convey so many things. That doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> unless you know what I'm talking about or unless you felt that way. So, um, yeah, it, it sounds hokey because I'm sure that it is, but it's the way that my creative process works. Um, in fact, I was talking with my parents the other day, um, and we were talking about how we get inspiration or creativity. This has been a conversation that I've had with several people over the last week or so. Um, and I said, I just look outside. Like, that's how I find inspiration or from what's around me. And I realize now, looking back on all of the things that I have written or that um, I've been inspired by, it's the environment around me. That sounds obvious, but I mean almost the actual environment, like the sunrise, the sunset, the rain, the clouds. Um, you know, I've written poems about all of those things. But also, I can look outside on a sunny day and feel so happy and it will make me want to write something amazing and beautiful. Well, that I think is amazing and beautiful, but about something amazing and beautiful, like the sunshine and the nature outside. But I can also, on a cloudy, gloomy day, write the same thing. You know, it just depends on what's going on, not only in my physical environment, but also in my mental environment. And so, um, I think I realize as I have been exploring this idea of creativity and motivation, I used to tell my dad, he said, oh, you need to write more. You need to write more, which is still true. I need to write more. Um, I need to write more than just poems, but I need to write more. And I would say, well, I don't have any motivation. I don't have any inspiration. Like, what am I going to write about? You know? And it's almost like for a while in my young adult life, I was forgetting that inspiration and motivation came from everywhere. Um, and so now this week, Literally, as I'm recording this on August 3rd, 2021, I said to someone today, it feels like creativity is just flowing out of me these days. And I had to sit back and process through why that was. And I realized that the reason that that feels that way to me is because I'm in a new space that is authentically mine. Um, and it's an environment that I feel safe and comfortable in, but it's different. Um, and sometimes you got to change it up to, you know, to feel creative or to, to be refueled again. And, um, and I think that that's important. And I have, I can't tell you, I have written things. I repurposed some content that I'll probably post before this episode comes out. So you'll kind of get a hint at it um, prior to this episode. But I, I feel like for me, for Faith, for Enjoy the Sass host, creativity comes from new beginnings and old ones that you can recognize the beauty in. Um, and it also comes from the things around me physically, the environment, and mentally, and spiritually, and relationally, too. Um, and then just to finish it out, obviously, intellectually, there's some, there's some creativity that can be spurred by just thinking, you know, and looking at what's around you, and that's beautiful, too. So, 
I'm not going to share any poetry. I thought about it. I thought about it. I post a lot of my poetry nowadays. Um, that's something to, to talk about is how I shifted into sharing more of my poetry. One year at our church talent show that we used to do back in the day when I was still in high school, um, Actually, this one, I think, was like my freshman year of college. It was probably one of the last ones that we did. I decided to recite a poem um, at this at this talent show. And I had never done it before. I was so nervous. Like I said, I very rarely shared my poetry with anyone. And here I was about to share it with my whole church, which wasn't very big. But still, more people than just my journal sheet had ever seen. So I shared my poetry. It went really well. People seemed to enjoy it. Um, and then from there, I took a creative writing class. It was actually a creative poetry class at UT. And it was one of my favorite classes, obviously, because you know that I love poetry. So of course, who wouldn't want to take a class exclusively on the thing that they love? I would. So I took this class and learned more than I have ever known about poetry um, and the technical side of what it takes to write certain types of poems, reading Shakespeare and his sonnets and all of these other amazing poets. We, we studied poets in school, in high school, in English. Um, I remember my 12th grade English class, we had this huge poetry book that we had to read over the summer. God bless him. It was a terrible project. It was so much work. Everybody was struggling with it, but we all conquered it and did it. But I didn't have an appreciation for it because we didn't really spend as much time as I think someone who already has a love for poetry should have in order to appreciate it even more. Um, and so in this creative poetry class, I got to learn all about poetry and all the things, all the technical stuff, what a sonnet is, what actually a haiku is, what freeform poetry, what, you know, slant rhymes and all this stuff. A lot of it I've now forgotten, which I should go back and study it because it's amazing. But I learned so many things and it reopened just this love for poetry and I found myself in college writing poetry at 3 a.m. while sleeping in my car. <laughs> I've shared that story, I think, before, probably on social media, on my Instagram. But um, that poem, again, was about the sunrise. And, you know, and it, it had a lot of deep emotions, but it was just because of the place I was in and the environment I was in, literally watching the sun rise from sleeping in my car. So um, that poetry class really ignited a spark. And then, and that was my last semester or last year, I think, at UT. So I was, you know, about to enter the world and figure out my life, um, <laughs> which, you know, it's a scary thing. But using poetry to work through it, as I did with many other things, I was able to, to do all right, I think. Um, so anyways, that is, that's how I kind of evolved in my poetry, um, throughout my college 
experience. Now, I'm several years removed from college. Um, there were a couple years in between, like I said, where I just couldn't really find um, the inspiration or I wasn't looking for inspiration and motivation the way that I had previously because it now looked different um, for me. And so I didn't write for a really long time, like several years. And then I started writing again. And it was like a firework, you know, here, here and there that I would just get so re-energized by writing again. And then I would stop and then I would write again. And now over the last probably two years, I decided to start sharing old poetry on social media. I was really encouraged by friends who were sharing because, you know, there's a there's a level of if you see it, you see it. If you don't, you don't. Um, it disappears after 24 hours on your Instagram stories. So you can share it and take it down and it doesn't live in perpetuity on your feed. Um, so I started sharing a couple years ago while still trying to figure out how to write again. Um, and finding my style again and figuring out what was inspiring to me. And now we're a couple of years into that and I'm writing again more and I'm finding, finding the joy in something that is really and truly just for me that you guys just happen to get to see, you know, just like this podcast. This is something that I've wanted to do. It's feels amazing to just sit here and talk through stuff that I have thought about but never really put to words. And that's the same thing I feel about my poetry is that now I'm writing and I'm I'm not in the same mental or spiritual place that I was when I was writing all of the sad things that I wrote back when I was, you know, a moody teenager or whatever, but now I'm writing things and they can be shared because I have allowed the space in my creative process to share them. Um, that probably doesn't make sense. Again, unless you've experienced it, I don't know. It, there's something about writing for yourself, but also allowing people into it that is pretty special. And I think it goes into creating as well. It's not just a, a writing thing or it's not just, you know, um, a poetry thing. It's more of a, of a creative thing because you put so much of your heart and your soul into something. And then when you put it out into the world, everyone can think and feel what they want. But I realized that I don't really need what everyone else thinks and feels in order to share something that I am confident and that I feel good about. And that's a lesson for everyone who is putting things out into the world, whether it's an idea for something, whether it's a business, whether it's something, a creative form of art or just creativity. People are so creative. I have friends doing some amazing things that I couldn't even begin to do myself, but that they're doing and that they're putting their hearts and soul into. And I know deep down, probably not that far deep down, but deep down it's for them. And so we're just lucky to get to be a part of it. So 
I don't know, like I said, if any of this has made sense to anyone, but I just felt like I should just kind of talk through that process and what it's looked like for me. I love being creative and I love that I get to have different outlets to be creative. This podcast is one. Obviously, writing poetry is a special, special one in my heart. Um, getting to interact on social media with all sorts of people from all over the world is such a cool and amazing experience that is so innately just human. We all long for connection, but it's also spurred in me creative things and dreams that I didn't know that I had or that I didn't know how to start and are now becoming real. Um, yeah, I could just go on and on about it, but I think this idea of allowing your space, allowing your life to fuel your process, to, to fuel your creative process is so important because you can do what I did at times and turn off that side of you because you feel like you're letting, you're just like watching your life and your processing go by. But you can, you if you open the valve and let your life and your processes and your mental spaces fuel what you're doing creatively, it changes the game. Um, yeah, <laughs> again, I don't know if any of this has made sense to anyone. If you feel inspired or motivated now to go out and do something, please do it. Share it with me. If you need someone, a sounding board, I'm here. Um, I send my ideas and my thoughts to other people before they go out into the world. So if you need that, I'm here. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. This episode again, this idea brought to you by my girl Raven. Um, I loved this. If you like this type of conversation, will you let me know? Really, truly, I want to know because I don't want to post anything or share anything that, well, is not helpful or beneficial. Um, even though this was helpful and beneficial for me, so maybe I'll still post it. But I would love to know what you think and what you feel um, and what fuels you creatively as well. I would love to hear from you guys on that. So again, you can find me on Instagram at enjoythesass. You can send me an email, host at enjoythesass.com, or you can call or text me. The number is going to be in the show notes, so go check that out. If you want stickers, send me a DM or a text, and we'll get you some stickers. Hopefully in the future, I'll have more merch coming soon. We'll see and some collaborations and things that are in the works. Stay tuned, guys, because I've got some great people coming up on the podcast that you'll want to hear. I have some awesome things planned for the rest of my summer that I can't wait to post about and share about and just get to live and process through. So I appreciate you guys so, so much. I can't thank you enough for being here. It really means the world. I hope you enjoyed this conversation today. Go out there, be inspired, be motivated, and be creative. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Love you, mean it. <laughs>